It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. You just heard from Matt. VEASAN has a new podcast to help you bet college hoops. The VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast each week. Tim Murray, Matt Humans, Adam Burke. You get three episodes breaking down games and uh, looking at the futures market. Check out VEASAN's College Basketball Betting Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Plus uh, picks to win all these conference tournaments, too. And a great breakdown. You can read all the breakdowns on these yep. little tur- uh, tournaments at VEASAN.com. I believe Mel Kuyper has a new mock draft out today where it looks like he has a bunch of trades in it. So already it's like, oh boy. Yeah, you tap out then. Yeah, well, at this point, right? Yeah. Because maybe, and again, it's it's looking like the Bears definitely, they're talking to a bunch of teams, so are they going to trade it? I, yes, is going to be a heavy favorite. I still think there's a small chance they keep it, but uh, we'll see. Evidently, Kuiper has a, like two teams trading into the top two. He's got the Texans trading to number one, and then the Colts trading to number two. And the Bears trading down a bunch. Like, they're going to... Tr- what? And he's got Young going number one overall. Stroud going number two. He's got Levis going number five, I believe. And then Richardson going number nine. In the okay. new mock draft. Yeah. So, Todd McShay, the update on Bryce Young's real height is five ten and a half, according to Todd McShay. Now, I was watching the Lombardi line here yesterday on VEASAN. Michael Lombardi... And uh, Stormy Bonatoni is the new host of the show. 
Stormy on her Instagram has a picture taken with Bryce Young. Okay. Now it's and she said on the air yesterday she's five ten, and it's about it's a weird angle, but based on this picture, Bryce Young is not as tall as, as Stormy is. Wow. And so there's also I guess a picture floating around. Mina Kimes from ESPN had her picture taken with Bryce Young, and Mina Kimes was standing right next to B at uh, Radio Row at yeah. the Super Bowl. She's not very tall at all. And evidently, Bryce Young did not exactly dwarf over Mina Kimes. So this stuff that we're going to see when he checks in this week, if it's six feet, you, you know it's BS immediately. And I don't even know if 5'10". Here's the picture, by the way, of Stormy. Stormy on the air yesterday said she's 5'10". Again, it's about where this picture is taken, but they're at, at best, Bryce Young is on eye level with Stormy. And you can follow Stormy on Twitter. She's at triple S, well, SS Stormy. <laughs> I, I will have to ask her about the handle sometime. Yeah. <laughs> but, but look at that photo, Paul. She's looking right at his eyes. There's, she, like, he's not looking down to her at all. It's definitely cause for concern. I mean, I, I have to agree with McShay. You can't have, like, the Oompa Loompas here at quarterback, and it's Baker Mayfield, yep. and every pass gets batted down right. at the line of scrimmage. Uh-huh. You know, can't have it. Is it the be-all, end-all? Who knows? But we're also not talking about... There's a there's a there's two discussions here. Will he be a good pro or does he deserve to go number one, and be be in that that height? Yep. So th- this is this is wild here. Uh, but th- this, and it, but I will point out that nobody knows anything. Remember, because go, go go back to what the 49ers just did with Trey Lance. <laughs> they trade up all these picks to take him top five. He's the third best quarterback on their roster. Mm-hmm. Mr. Irrelevant comes and saves the day. They have the 12 game winning streak. That's right. Till the and takes them to the NFC title game. So w- whatever. Now, McShea has stated for the record that he likes Bryce Young a lot, but he did add, quote, if I'm a GM, I'm scared to death of drafting him. Well, he's also catching heat for the Carter comments, too, about whether he was told that. But, but yeah, but oh, yeah, I was told Carter's got some... I, I, no one's apparently said there's any character issues ever with Carter. Yeah, everybody reached out from Georgia and said, wait a second, where yeah, are you getting this from? Right. So a team probably leaked that to him and he went with it. But, again, you you can have... You can say both those things, right? You can love... Bryce Young, and still say, if I'm a GM, I'm scared to death. Because if you are a GM and you take this guy number one overall, or extreme, it doesn't have to be number one. If you take him, whatever, number two, number three, wherever, but especially because there's this, you know, when you, there's a lot that goes into it when you're taking number one overall. The hype is just there. The expectations are much higher than if you go number two, which is silly. But if you're a GM and you take this guy that high, the reason why you need to be scared to death is because if he is actually 5'9 or 5'9 and a half, and he's thrown around like a rag doll, and he gets hurt by week six, you're never going to hear the end of it. And that's why Chris Ballard, the GM of the Colts, came out and said, like, look, um, I've done a terrible job. I whiffed on this, and we, we'll do whatever we can to get it right and take the guy that we need. Yeah. And, so I, and he has a history here. There was a great thread on Twitter about Ballard's history of drafting players. He has never taken a quarterback, and he hasn't taken too many, but he does not take quarterbacks who are below like six foot one and he's had a lot of guys in the history here that are six foot four six foot five or other guys that they bring in now he said that and then Jim Irsay came out last week and he never said his name but he made this comment about Bryce Young although the Alabama guy doesn't look bad I tell you um but uh uh, it'll be it'll be exciting and I think that shows um that we have talent here those games, so we're looking forward um, to Shane really coming in and utilizing that talent. Yeah, so the Alabama kid doesn't yeah. look bad. Yeah, right. Oof. Yeah, 
He just throws it out there. So the, the, Col- the, the Colts, right, that's with their history. You're, and you keep going uh, the veteran route, Rivers, Wentz, Ryan, and it hasn't worked out. So he's okay, well, I, I have to try to get the young quarterback here, go that route. But for these, I, I don't think, I don't trust any of these guys. What, and it's absolutely, I'm going to trade up and give up significant assets to do so, whether it's Richardson, Levis, Stroud, or, or Young. I, mm-hmm. No way. I, I'm better off. I'm better off crossing my fingers and, and hope something doesn't get done in Baltimore, and I'll try to give up two picks, three picks to get Lamar Jackson. I can have an MVP, and I'll just I can pay him. Go that route. I don't know what I'm going to get about these guys. What, what I have with these guys, and it's just it's a you're fifty fifty on some of them. Yep, there is an offshore book that has the prop up team to select first in the draft. Texans are the shortest shot at plus two forty, followed by Indy plus two seventy five. The Raiders are four to one, and the Bears are plus four fifty. There is someone who covers the Bears. Last night on Twitter said the Bears at plus four fifty is the worst bet on the board. So the a guy who covers them said basically they're absolutely going to trade the pick. Yeah. So Concur. I will say this about the Colts, and this is just me, you know, thinking about line season and how they're framing this. Again, Ballard pointing out we'll do whatever we can to get the and everybody jumped to the conclusion where well, they're going to trade up to number one. Ursay kind of doubling down and saying we like the Alabama kid. You know the Texans are are in their own division. Maybe there's a chance that the Colts love a, a player like Levis or Richardson, and they're doing this because they're going to force the Texans to trade up and give up too much and then take Bryce Young, and all along, they can get either Richardson or Levis, or maybe it's even Stroud, at number four, and they don't have to move. That could be a play inside their own division. Again, Lions season will say this, will create a narrative. Texans got to trade up because they're going to give more than we will, and they, they, they're going to take the guy that we don't even want. You like Stroud? Uh, no, Second I'm overall not. pick? No, I couldn't. I couldn't no, take him. No. I couldn't take him. No. 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 I, I, I'm with you. I couldn't take any of these guys. Yeah. I just, I couldn't do it. I, if I'm... I, not, I, not to maybe, I might be better off taking a hooker in the second round. Well, yeah, I could I, do that too. You might be better off just saying, you know what? We're good right now. We're not going to take a quarterback. Take my chances of being bad next year. I'd rather have some of the guys coming out next year. Right, right. Well, I, I'll, I, I'll, I, yeah, I'll, I'll do a bridge. I'll go with one of these veterans that's out there, or Winston or somebody like that. Yeah, if um, you tell me right now that I could completely stink next year and I need a quarterback right now and lock up the number one pick in the draft, I would do that and take Caleb Williams over any of these guys this year. That's It would be worth it to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, fair. Lamar Jackson, next team, if not Baltimore, Atlanta three to one, Jets plus three fifty, Raiders Buck Bucks get them out of Bucks for Joy. They already they're on record. Trask is going to get the job. Yeah, they're going with Trask. Oh, and they're hamstrung with the cal- salary cap. Sure, right. Yeah, Pro Football Focus the landing spot. They say Baltimore. Going to go back to the Ravens. I I don't think that that's they had a good breakdown. They had basically the top fifty I think free agents and where they're going to end up. <clears throat> so it was a good read yesterday. But, I mean. It seems like Baltimore, Baltimore and the Packers kind of seem like the same team to me right now. It feels like the Packers, they're, they're, they're done with Rodgers. And it doesn't, doesn't it kind of feel to you that because of what happened I, with Deshaun Watson's price that they're going to say, nah, we're going to move on from, from Lamar? It doesn't look good. They're, they're not close on the money. Uh, and the other thing, you're right, Watson has screwed this up, at least his agents in this deal. The other thing is, I don't know what to believe in Green Bay with uh, Hobbit guy. I mean, but this McGinn... 
McGinn's podcast that they're done with him. He didn't put the work in. He was lazy. And then Jeff Darlington said to everything I'm hearing, a guy I trust says he's coming back. So, mm. but uh, I, I would think Rodgers is bye-bye. And then Carr is meeting with several teams at the Combine in Indy. You can add the Panthers to that list. Yeah, I could see that too. Because you're right. Carolina, you said it yesterday. You're talking about giving up huge assets to jump from nine to one. You Yes. Can't, a lot so, of picks there. So Carr's talking with Carolina, the Jets, Saints, see where he winds up. Yep. Um, and, and the Jets, I mean, the Jets. You know the Jets haven't had a quarterback with a winning record since the Sanchez? Can you believe that? Yeah. How bad it's been? <laughs> so, I. Uh, well, so you brought up Carr to tie it into the Jets. He's actually minus $2 to go to the Jets. Pro Football Focus has Carr going to the Saints at three to one. Again, we said this on the air yesterday. I could see it. We don't think the Jets. We don't think that makes sense for the for Carr. We I, we think the Saints would make much more sense for a guy like Derek Carr. It just Carr's not going to handle New York very well at all. That that will not go well for that guy. What a horrible run with the Jets. Zach Wilson eight and fourteen. Flacco one and eight. Mike White two and five. Darnold thirteen and twenty five. Josh McCown five and eleven. Bryce was was Petty a second round pick. Well, Third? I think so, yeah. Gee, there's another one. No, he might have been fourth round. One and Was six. Geno Smith, 12 and 18. Sanchez, uh, 33 and 29. Oh, my God. Yeah, Pro Football Focus, they have Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones each going back to the Giants. Yeah. And then you can also bet on the Raiders starting quarterback for next year, week one. Rodgers, minus $2. Stidham, 4 to 1. Daniel Jones, plus 450. Pro Football Focus has Jimmy Garoppolo. He's 6, six to 1. I could see that. So could I. Yes. Where's Hopkins going? Giants might be a landing spot for yeah, him. Okay. A brief NHL recap coming up next, along with today's card. Two very strong first period totals collide. Is it worth it? The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. You looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college hoops? We have you covered. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber. Intro offer only $9.99. VSEN Pro subscribers get access to the daily recap, every play by every host and every guest. The betting splits, the deep dive betting reports. Sign up now, VSEN.com slash subscribe. $9.99, VSEN.com slash subscribe. Some results last night on ice, National Hockey League. Uh, no surprise to me. I know it was uh, Swayman going for the Bruins. Uh, fireworks early in Edmonton, but the Bruins got past the Oilers in regulation, 3-2 final score. They went, uh, they're over their win total, or points total already on the year. Incredible. 97 points already. Just this silly. is nuts. I mean, it's right. Marshan's like, well, we don't care about it, but it's, they're, they're that good. They still could break all these records. Of course they can. I mean, it's... <laughs> They might get 135 points, 130 points. How many wins? Uh, right back with them tonight. Why they, not? They have eight losses on the year. If we look at the standings, it just it's just. It How many are in regulation? No that's another one. How many are in regulation? Five? Oh, they, that's they, a they, good, yeah. They, they, they yeah. That road trip, I think it was right before the All-Star break, they had that road trip. I think they lost three in a row. Other than that, it's been. Uh, I like what you just said, by the way. Variant people. Yeah. Uh, come back with them right, again tonight. Yeah. Who's winning the Pacific? That's another one. Here comes Colorado, by the way. Vegas shut out last night in Colorado. They're hot. Uh, Vegas was plus 115 at DraftKings. 
Edmonton plus 320, then the Kings and Seattle in the 4-5-1 to five to one range. Well, Kraken, they have two games in hand against the Oilers and the Kings. Yeah. That's the only thing they have going for them. They have one game in hand against the, the Golden Knights and the Kraken, they're six points back right now. I, I'm hanging on to this ticket on Edmonton at 10-1 to one from not that long ago. I just... Get it together, They, they can't. They Come cannot on, get it together. It's God. driving me nuts. I can't even watch them every single night. Just like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I honestly, I wish I had an answer for you, but I don't. I have no clue. And do you think Colorado, are they going to... Well, they have two games in hand against Dallas that are two points back to win that division. They had the big comeback against Edmonton. They shut down Vegas. Colorado's hot. They're playing well. And uh, uh, some other playoff props. Odds, yes, no. Pittsburgh minus 240 to make the playoffs. The East is a mess with those. Like, who's going to get the last two spots? I'd love to see Buffalo get in. They're plus 110. That's a fun team. Detroit plus 340. And the Islanders plus 135. And they have a big game tonight against the Wild. And a big game in the Pacific, too. The Kings are taking on the Jets. See if they, uh, well, at least for the Kings, if they can move up the uh, the standings as well. Florida's in action against Tampa. Florida's played 12 straight overs in the second period. And I know a, a game you like is that Wild game. The Wild are on a 20-4 and four under run in the first period. Yeah, here, here are the overall numbers here. The Islanders and the Wild, they are the two best teams in the league with going under for the first period. The Isles on the year are 37 and 26, Wild 37 and 23 under. They're also 8 and 2 last 10 and like you talked about they're 20 and 4. That's minus 120 to the under tonight. Do you think if these two teams were that good to the over, it would be minus 120? It'd yeah. be like minus 170. Yeah, yeah. So minus 120 to the under. Um I'm not sure if I'm going to play it yet, but it seems like it could be a good number and the other one would be the Kings and the Jets. Jets are the third best team to the under for the first period this year. They're 35-25, and 7-3 in their last 10. They get the Kings tonight, and uh, that is plus 110, plus 115 in that range to stay under one and a half goals in the first period. I think that play might be worth it. Yeah, I, I could see a goal right off the bat in that Buffalo game too, by the way, against Columbus. But uh, going back to Boston, why not come right back with them? I mean, Calgary, one of the biggest disappointments in hockey. Yeah. Four back of Seattle. And to the ROI, it's number one ROI against the second worst team ROI. Bruins, now you're up almost 16 units this year betting the Bruins. Uh, they check in at number one. Uh, it's 14.74 with the win last night. The Devils, you're up 11 units. Great story with the Devils. Montreal, I mean, I mean, I mean you still you win a couple games when you're $3. That'll do it. Buffalo, number four in ROI. They're up nine units. And then Seattle, seven units and change. Worst team ROI in hockey, San Jose. You're down almost 16 units this year on the Sharks. Calgary, 14.94. Oh, they were out here, blew the two-goal lead in the third period. They just can't get it together. Nope. Florida, another disappointment, down almost 13 units. The Penguins, down 11 units. And Vancouver, down nine units and change with the worst uh, ROI. This year in hockey. And Almark, by the way, did not play last yep. night in net for the Bruins. So, right, he's going to go tonight against the Flames? I'd imagine, yeah. He's, what, now minus 250 to win the Vesna? He should be higher than that? Who's behind him? It's Hellebuck's uh, 
Jets, but they're going to worry having, about making the playoffs. But he's having a nice season. Uh, I get it for is you it right now. Sorokin. Oh, okay, so there was a move. Allmark is minus three twenty-five now. Okay, that makes sense. Sorokin's three to one. Hellebuck is plus five fifty. Ottinger is uh, eight to one. And then you get into Igor territory. Yeah. So then it's it's fading fast at that point. Yeah. And in fact, shop around. DraftKings has Ottinger twenty-five to one. I'm looking at Will Hill right now. They have him at eight to one. But I, I think this thing is over with. It I think, should be. I think Allmark is your winner right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take so. Uh, in fact. I could say this. If Allmark doesn't even play the rest of the season, they sat him, he should still win the award. When, you, when you're this good and this dominant in the regular season, you have to, because McDavid is going to win the heart, right? Oh, he's a huge favorite. He's a gigantic oh, he's favorite. He's got 50 goals. Yeah. yeah. Pasternak is behind him at like 20 to 1. So people have reached out from the you know, Boston area saying, hey, make, take a peek at Pasternak because you know, if, they, if they have 135 points, they might not ignore him. But McDavid is so... Beloved, that I don't think they're going to give it to anybody else. Uh, by the way, Allmark was 200 to 1 not that long ago to win the heart. Now he's 25 to 1. Really? Yeah. So, but wow, that, yeah, that would be the guy actually to win yeah. it, I think, over, over Postaville. But no, McDavid's one of the MVP. That's what I think, too. It's, and Allmark is going to get rewarded. Somebody but, has to from this Boston team for the regular season, and he's going to do it with the Vesna. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I like. I like Kings Jets under first period tonight, plus 110. You might find plus 115 in that neighborhood. And I am uh, undecided on Islanders and the Wild. Blue Jackets at the Sabres. Buffalo was 38-20 and 20 over for the first period, 7-3 and three in their last 10. And the Kraken are actually a very good first period over team yeah. as well, 36-23 yeah. and 23 on the year. Okay, good information. I would expect fireworks in that first game. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with Buffalo. And I'm rooting for Buffalo to make the playoffs. The East, is that, that's going to be tough. But it's good. It's wide open in the West, but I don't know who's good. Who's good in the West? Well, I mean, we're I seeing. Mean, what? Come you, on. You asked the question about Colorado. Here they come again. Yeah. Right? Vegas isn't. I, Vegas yeah. doesn't scare anybody. And, you know, before, before that game, they were like, they were right there for the one seed. I got Daniel Legrano, who's like, they're, they're missing the playoffs a couple weeks ago, which. Uh, Vegas has 76 points. They're the one seed. They're not scaring anybody. No, I don't. I mean,. Colorado at plus 275 right now to win the West. Uh, I, I, I'll go back to what I said yesterday. I have no faith in this Oilers team whatsoever. They held the Bruins at three goals last night. That was fortunate for them because they get into these 6-5 shootouts all the time, and that, that's unsus- they can't win like that. You just can't. I don't care how, Mc- how, I don't care how good McDavid is. Mm-hmm. A, 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 your defense and your goaltending will cost you a game or a series or both before you can blink. It could be... If it's not the Avalanche, maybe you look down at a team like the Stars or, or the Wild that could do it. Because again, yep. at some point, you just have to say, uh, I'm out of time here with the Flames. I can't do it anymore. Like, it's, you, you know, you are what your record says you are. No, I'm totally dismissing them. Four back of Seattle, and Seattle has a yeah. game in hand. It's just, it's, a, it's enough already. Yeah, I what would agree. What a big disappointment they were this season. Yep. The Jets so. are 12-1. to 1. Do they have enough firepower? Yeah. I don't know. It seems it's wild. It's, I mean, it's wide open, so you have a good goalie. You want to get nuts with the Kraken? <laughs> it could be, it'd be something, right? They could be the second-year version yeah. of what the Golden Knights were in their debut year? Yeah. No, I think he, I would I would trust Colorado, but I'm not going to, you know, with the chalk there. But I think you might have hit something there with Dallas, uh, Dallas or Minnesota. But the East is madness. And again, we're going to get Tampa-Toronto in the first round. Right. And then... Then Boston, whoever comes out of that, 
Devils Rangers would be fantastic. I thought this was a done deal. Aren't the Rangers getting Kane? Oh, that'd be huge. It looked like that on Sunday. Oh, that'd be phenomenal if they could get him. The I must say that the Bruins, the regular season, as great as this has been, and as sterling as it's going to look at the end of the year, it kind of means nothing, right? <clears throat> Unless they make the Stanley Cup final. Well, no, it goes back to Tampa, right? Tampa did that year where they had a historic season. Yeah. Dennis Bernstein investigation. If they don't win it, they yeah. they, they got swept. It really is all or nothing. <laughs> swept if, in the first round. If they can't at least come out of the Eastern Conference, right. oh, sorry, then it's kind of meaningless. Yeah. Well, I know, but I trust them though. I, I think. Oh, uh, this is the franchise that you can trust. Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're just they're just a stacked team. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Carolina's going to be a tough out. But but I was going to say, it's unfortunate they actually play in the East yeah. because the East, I mean, the, you have a ton of good teams. In the West, it's like Colorado, and then who else would there be? Yeah, Islanders in trouble, though. Uh, I'm surprised those odds are they're only you know, plus 135. These teams, yeah. they have four or five games in hand on these teams behind them. Door number one or door number two is up next. The Bears draft number one overall or a quarterback not named Bryce Young goes first. is Follow the Money on VSEN. Bet Rivers, the place to be. Arnold Palmer Invitational this weekend. John Jones is back. UFC 285. And four tickets are punched this weekend in the madness. Every line and boost at Bet Rivers. And UFC 285 parlay insurance. Great house specials. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game. It's time to play everyone's favorite follow the money game. Live from the VEASAN studios. Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out? This is door number one. New high score! What does high score mean? New high score, is that bad? What does that mean? Did I break it? Or door number two. You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Here's Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Okay, Polly. so here are the rules. They're quite simple. Yeah. You you must bet one. Yep. You have to bet one of these. Yep. Door number one, the Clippers to win the NBA title 10 to 1. Now that they have your favorite player. Yes. Russell Westbrook. The vampire. Or the Maple Leafs to win the cup at plus 850. Maple Leafs. Door number two. Get, because, Absolutely. Because you're so anti-Westbrook? I, I think the Maple Leafs are going to, uh, they can win a series. I'll tell you that. Against Tampa? You can't. Uh-huh. I can't get there with West. He, he's a hound's breakfast. He did it again in his first. He had seven turnovers. He missed three layups. They're up three late. He's the guy. He loses the guy he's on. Gives up a wide open three. I mean, why did they? Why? Why did they let Paul George talk him into this? What are they? It's not six, seven years ago. He's not good. He's terrible. I can't believe they did this because I got a future ticket on him as well. They have no. They can't go anywhere with this guy. What a mistake to bring him in. So oh. the, the last time the Leafs win the Cup, what sixty-seven? Yeah. So you trust this team yeah. this Over year Westbrook. more than Westbrook? That's how bad Westbrook yeah. is. I will say right. tonight's totals mid two thirties. Since they brought him in, two games, def- very yeah. small sample size. Or, or, or one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Right, right, right. Two thirty-four. Mitch, well, he can't guard anybody and he can't right. shoot. Other yeah. than that, he's fine. I mean, I, I cannot believe this that there are people still defending the guy. After what happened in Los Angeles, how it was. It, it, I mean, look how well the Lakers are playing once they got rid of him. 
and how bad, again, he was described as a vampire yeah. and how bad he was. Uh, maybe go over the, that game tonight, though. Well, not only that, that, not only do they bring him in, they start him. So now you, unless you just say, that's it, we're walking, we wash your hands, we're done with you. You can't promise some well, minutes and then, not, right, you can't go back now. That's the other thing with Westbrook because he refused to come out of games and he, and he hated coming off the bench for most part and what he was promised in, with the Lakers. Great point. I listened to one of the podcasts here on the VEASAN Network yesterday, Hardwood Handicappers. Von Tobel did it with uh, Kelly Bidlin. Von Tobel brought up a great point with the Clippers. Norman Powell can win sixth man of the year. He's yeah. a spark plug. Yeah. He averages 20 points a game. Yeah. Why is Ty Luke sitting him now late in games for Eric Gordon? What is wrong with you, man? Have you yeah. not paid attention to your team the entire year? Powell must be on the court. I like the moves they made at the deadline. You did not, but you get Plumlee, you get Gordon, and uh, Bones Highland. But then it all goes away when you, you bring in Westbrook. You have to give me that. Gordon cannot be on yeah. the court over Norman Powell. No, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Uh, door number one, North Carolina before last night. That I don't. That's a. It's not a good win. But it would have been a terrible oh, no. loss. No, they couldn't gain anything by yeah, that. Yeah, they right. were mi- minus 150 to make the tournament or door number two, Charleston, to make the tournament at minus 135. Oh, definitely North Carolina. Oh, yeah, door one, easy. Yeah, and I like Charleston. It's a shame. I mean, they're 28-3. and three. I know it. Uh, Hofstra, I don't think Hofstra's ever been to the tournament. You guys can help me out on that. But uh, they tied Hofstra in the Colonial. But this this is ridiculous. I mean, so so... Charleston's going to go 30-4 and four if they lose in the title game and not get in? That would be correct. <laughs> and North Carolina is going to have, what, one quad win, one win the entire year after being preseason number one and might sneak in? The sport at times. Come on. 30 wins is not going to get you in? Give me a break. If they stub their toe, they're out. Yeah. Which just is... It doesn't even... Okay. It looks like... Because Hofstra's on, like on, on the 13 line. Uh-huh. The 12 seed line. So... Another loss, it's not going to happen. So that's uh, definitely give me Carolina. How about this one for you? It's been brutal here. I mean, again, you go to Hawaii. The day it, you left, it snowed. We got snow three times. It's it's pool season now. Tomorrow's March, all hell breaking loose. Do you want 35 degrees and wind for a week in March? Or do you want 118 in the summer for a month straight? Well, Door no, one, I, door two. I'll take door one because I'm okay. I like wearing jogging pants and a hoodie at the house. <laughs> yeah. I like the cold weather. I'm okay with that. Because uh, it's also comfortable. Because once 118 is here, it's here for good. I mean, it doesn't go away. We're going to have 110 plus for four straight months. I like the heat, but eventually it's like. Wow, listen. I'm, I'm Deion Sanders talking about Jay Cutler. I got to tap out. I mean, you're from Wisconsin. Your mom was in town. She's like, I can't. It was 70 mile per hour winds one day when we were on vacation. 75, cannot- 74 years on this earth living in Wisconsin said she's never seen anything like it. Yeah, yeah. You got snow in Pasadena, you got snow out here three times. What gives? Door number one. You can bet on this. DraftKings has the odds up. Top Gun Maverick to win Best Picture at 16 to 1. Or okay. door number two. You watched the movie for the first time. I'll put it at even money. <laughs> I got to go number one. Roper's on the show tomorrow. You're not going to watch. I got that. Uh, I got... Well, you tell me how good it is. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it. I, I love Cruise. I watch it third, for the third time on vacation. It's outstanding. Really? Yes, it is. I'll check it out. Does, does it have a chance? Roper on tomorrow. Roper just, Roper had a couple Tom Cruise tweets the other day about, look at the resume. And, and now you've got uh, the Mission Impossible coming out uh, in the summer, back to back. Part one, part two. You would have to have a big time collection of the Academy, right? 
the Hollywood Foreign Press feeling very sentimental at the same time about this movie. Because I'm, I'm blown away because I can't believe a sequel was made 35, 36 yeah. years after the original that was such a big success, yeah. and they hit it out of the park. Yeah. Is Whale good? I know Frazier gives, a, a, according to reports, a great performance. But he, I, he's not necessarily going to win, by the way. Really? The latest odds on that. Um, the, I, in fact, is he even... It seemed like a lot, because all you do is if you, 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 know, you just change your appearance and they, they give you the statue. Yeah, right. With a um, fat suit on or whatever. It's... He is minus 175. Austin Butler played Elvis is plus 125. I, I have not seen Whale with Frazier, but, you know, the reviews are outstanding. I, I did watch the Elvis movie. That kid is, how does he not win? You're telling me Brendan Fraser is that much better than Austin Butler was as yeah, Elvis? Yeah. He was unbelievable. Yeah. All 16 right. to 1. I'll, I'll go door number one. Maybe got a shot. You never know. But you're right. With the, that's, a, that's a tough room. That's a uh, uh, it's a tough room with the, I, I can't imagine they say okay best pick but that you know upsets happen and that's occasionally guess what was on during uh, vacation Birdman I like that movie so bad I like that it's movie. one of your worst opinions ever I watched it twice it's such an awful movie I like it you like Birdman and you Birdman. won't watch Top Gun Man ask Roper what he thinks oh they'll get around to it ask Roper what he thought of Birdman I'm curious I lose a lot of respect if he says it's good that one that one best picture. That laughable that it, it beat up uh, Boyhood, not even close. Didn't Bo- see it. Boy, Boyhood lost like editing, best yeah. editing. They they filmed it with the same people over twelve years and edited it to perfection. Can't win the award. My, what a joke okay? that was. Why why are you so perturbed with the with the alter ego <laughs> with Keaton with the bird flying? Uh, you also said I like that, how it was shot. I love Inarutu. I like that guy. I like right. how he produces and shoots directs movies. You also said that Silence of the Lambs was on. Oh yeah. That's yeah. that's my you have a problem with this? That's yeah. my highest power rated movie of all time. Really? Yeah. 1991. Does it hold First I haven't watched it in movie, years. one best swept everything. Oh yeah. One off yeah. Does it hold up when you watch oh, it? Oh absolutely. Yeah, how does it not? Oh, Anthony Hopkins. What a performance. He was on the screen for 16 minutes. 16 God. minutes and just dominates. He's like Ledger. Yeah. He steals every scene he's in and it's like, you want more of him. Where's he coming back, right? Ledger right. and uh Dark Knight. Yep. Door number one, the Bears draft number one overall at plus 450, or okay. door number two, a quarterback yeah. not named Bryce Young goes first overall. Oh, door number two. Absolutely. Yeah. Bears aren't, Bears are moving the pick. So the Bears will not keep that pick. And then it's, you know, not just before, even, I'd say this before the McShay tweet and coming in at 5, 10 and a half. Let's see someone getting nuts there and doing something. If it's something not like him, then who's yeah. it going to be? As the quarterback, Stroud, maybe Levis. Yeah, it's a big week. So another it's mock. A big week with the underwear Olympics. Uh, what happens? Uh, yeah. I saw another mock yesterday. Somebody had Richardson going first overall. Yeah, yeah well, with all that steam too. So, be, yeah, that I, could happen. I, I have not noticed uh, anybody with Levis going number one in a minute. I know. I just, I, well, I'm, you I, never know. Who? Nobody had uh, Bosa going to the Chargers. Nobody years did. ago. No, there wasn't nobody. a single person. So, there you go. Good job. Um, I, just, I can't see Richardson. I'm not surprised he's getting hype. We expected that. But I just, I can't, I, I don't see it happening. Who uh, had Mayfield to the Browns? Uh, no one. No, and that, that, that came out. How late dra- was that news? That was like draft day. That's right. When it came out. Right. That uh, came out of nowhere. Yeah, so. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We will hit the uh, NBA card coming up tonight. It is a big slate to get into. 
So the question is, how many points is LeBron James really worth? We'll tell you about that point spread movement from the opener to where it is right now. Coming up here and Follow the Money VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. 
Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. We'll touch on the NBA card here coming up in a minute. Uh, going back to our discussion on the NHL uh, half an hour ago, Jeff Davis checked in. He is the, uh, oh, he's awesome. He works here at Circus Sports. Great trader. He loves, he loves, I think that's on his business card. <laughs> he said that the, uh, the West in the NHL is an absolute dart throw. Nobody yeah. is good. Every team is flawed. That does sound about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, that'll, that, that's, Yeah. That it, I think we got several uh, emails and tweets on it. There's a bet available. What conference will win the Stanley Cup? You can get the East a dollar fifty. Okay. I mean that is how if you power rate teams, how far do you have to go down to get to the West? Right. I mean, you're yeah. telling me teams are you taking in the East over the West? I would ask this though: What would a potential Bruins Avalanche series be priced at if the Abs are healthy? Uh, that'd be my yeah. one question. And well, I definitely would take Boston. D- Davis continues here. The abs are not nearly as good, aren't nearly, I'm sorry, as good as their record has shown as of late. He said they're the best team if McCarr and Landeskog get healthy, but that team getting healthy is not fully guaranteed. He also said the Oilers are the best team if they get any goaltending and all. I responded to that. I just don't see it. No. I just, I mean, we're... How many games into the season yeah. now? And it's like every single game, is a, it's a rinse and repeat with the Oilers. Well, I like my guy, Jack, but I mean, it's it's also the defense and playing well in if, front of them, too. I mean, it, but, yeah, I mean, if this you, te- you cannot, you're right. You are Fugazi when you blow back-to-back games when you led by three goals. I mean, it's happened, would be, what, three times in 10 years or whatever? Yeah. I mean, w- come w- on. Yeah, would you agree with this? If the Oilers were getting the Jack Campbell from the previous, what, two years, then absolutely. Then that team, I would say, would be coming out of that conference. All right, for the NBA tonight, it is a huge card. And I asked the question, how many points is LeBron James worth of the point spread? Well, here's where it looks as of right now. The opener yesterday, and this was early in the day. DraftKings puts these numbers up right away for the day uh, before or previously. Uh, They opened up Grizzlies around three and a half or four. They moved up to five based on speculation that LeBron could miss the game and he might be ruled out. Plus, they have OKC tomorrow night on a back-to-back, which would be deemed more important because OKC is right there with them in that big group in the West of teams yeah. that can make the playoffs. And now we're seeing the Grizzlies, what, eight and a half in this game tonight? Yeah. Is that enough? That's high. And this is it could be the rally the troops game, right? And let's go out there and prove people wrong and show that the season isn't over. And we still, they still have a good, good roster and a good team. So, And I'm, you got to be concerned with how Memphis has been playing. Now they're great at home. Yeah. But but since the you know this Dylan Brooks stuff and these guys love to talk and they haven't won a damn thing. It's like, guys, you, you should have been you should have lost to Minnesota last year in the first round. Oh, I'm good in the West. John Morant. Okay. But this I mean you could see the uh Lakers rallying here and come up with a big effort. And maybe Memphis overlooks them. 
So going to have to get it from Anthony Davis tonight. Well, fingers crossed. He's only out a week, week and a half, and hopefully they can hold it down and and all these teams lose around them when he comes back and they can still sneak in there, which we we know now you can absolutely you can kiss kiss the six seed goodbye. That's gone. No, I, I think at this point the best best case scenario for that team would be getting the play get in. in. Yeah, just get in. And then see where they can go but from there. I, I, it looks like OKC is incentivized to lose, and we'll go that route. An incredible story with the Jazz. See how they play it. Uh, Portland still, I don't, just don't think they're good enough. And and that's it. Boy, big surprise. Zion's hurt again. You know, that, it, it's one thing to always be hurt. It's another thing where it's all the, there's mystery and you can't get answers. And what's supposed to be a three, four week injury then turns into a couple months and you can't hear from you don't get updates on the guy. Right. Right. Well, that that team is one of the biggest well, ifs in the entire league because the, when, when they were healthy. Well, that's what I was just going to say. I mean, right. it, it, the thought is if they can get Zion back well, that's right. and Ingram and uh, McCollum all at the same exact time, then their ceiling is incredible. I never would have paid him. I would I would have punted on him. Absolutely. Hurt in high school. Hurt in college? Guess what? Hurt always hurt in the NBA. Oh, that would have been a and, no. That and, would have been a no. But have they? Did they pay him? I thought they locked him up. Yeah, they they may have. I uh, missed that. But I mean, there's there's no way that would have been an option. Well, the, and it's like the, the questions about does he put in the work in with the conditioning, and then once he gets hurt with the rehab, does the guy just disappear? I mean, you can't find. It's it, ridiculous. If I had to just guess. Now that you brought it up, I'd say that Zion has missed what at least sixty percent of his games in the NBA. I would go over. It, 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 it might be yeah. it might be eighty. I don't even know. I'm just going to guess at least sixty yeah. percent to yeah. play play conservatively but, here. But as we talked about at the top of the show, this opens the door for a Minnesota and even a Utah or somebody like that with the odds now yeah. uh, to participate in the plan. New Orleans was a dollar fifty. Utah even Golden State and the Lakers a dollar sixty. Then the LeBron news hit. Portland and Minnesota was plus one. Minnesota was plus two fifty yesterday at DraftKings to make the playoffs. But they're they're they continue to struggle. Yeah, here's they the got, way they I'm, have a big game tonight. Here's the way that I'm approaching the card is uh, I just I trust the Grizzlies to get the win. I'm not going to have to worry about them covering eight and a half points. That's not the way I'm going to bet it. Uh, I, I'm a little fearful of what you said. Maybe they. Davis goes out there, puts the troops on his back for one night, and goes off for you know forty-five and twenty, and he's just he's Superman, and they win the game. But I trust the Grizzlies overall to win it outright, so I have teamed Memphis and parlayed them along with the Nuggets against the Rockets and the Jazz against the Spurs, because again the Spurs have lost sixteen straight, yep. and what are they two and fourteen covering games Correct. in their last sixteen? The average loss is fifteen points per game. So they're trying to do whatever they can. This has been going on for a month now. To lose every single game, they want to get um, Wembenyama, and the Rockets are doing the same exact thing. Yep. They're pulling guys late in the game, so I'm just yep. fading them. And I'm, I've, you know, now with the LeBron news, I had to get down on Memphis. San Antonio, worst defense in the league. Uh, I like the Kings tonight. It's early. It's the NBA. I understand we could be up problems here, but it looks like SGA won't play. And if he doesn't play, Kings only two and a half. Number one offense in the league. And how about this Ben Falks tweet? We mentioned it yesterday, though, but this this guy, the guy didn't get the vision, though. That's the thing. A guy at Caesars made two, he bet 10,000 on the Kings at 750 to one and 8,000 at 350 to one to win a conference. They would win a combined 10 million. Good They're Lord. the third seed. Can you imagine? I mean, if, you're, if, if, they, if they could beat, they'll beat Dallas. 
I think if that's the 3-6, you're cooking with Crisco. Oh, that's the closest thing we're going to get to Leicester City. Yeah, right. When they were 5,001 yeah. to win the EPL a handful of years ago. Right. I just, uh, uh, why didn't he have division, though, at 401? I think there'll be fireworks in the Atlanta game. Okay, now you get Quinn Snyder, the new coach, pressure yeah. on Trey Young. They're laying a bunch against the Wizards. See if Atlanta takes off here with the coaching change. Bucks trying for 15 in a row. Uh, Nets are reeling. Since all the moves they made. Giannis probable for the game, by the way. Yep. Uh, Bulls and Raptors, intriguing game. Bulls with a nice win the other night. I can't figure out Chicago as they're trying to get in the play-in. Uh, be careful with the Mavs, right? Keep an eye on the Mavs. That tough loss and Jason Kidd calling them out. And Joe Osborne, Covers.com. When Dallas has been laying five points or more. Five and 20 ATS run. Oh. And it's been bad all year long against the pay. They can't defend anybody. I do think so. that total might be a little bit low. Yeah, and I don't know why why he didn't play Josh Green the other night too. So that's questions about Kid. I'm with you on the Jazz. Uh, Golden State Lane four at home against the Blazers. High total there. I would expect fireworks. I think the Clippers are too high. Clippers can't be six and a half right now yeah. against the T Wolves. I asked you about the total a little while ago. Here's why. So again, only two games with Russell Westbrook. Yep. Before they got him, they were 24th in pace, 11th overall in defense. In the two games with Russ, they're 5th in pace, 29th in defensive rating. Again, only two, so they're pushing the pace, 5th fastest team in the entire NBA, and then the second worst defensive team. Very, very small sample size, but maybe this is a thing that lasts for a good couple of weeks, and you can take advantage of it. And uh, again, this total, 235 in the NBA nowadays is nothing. I mean, these teams can go 137 to you know 119, and bam, there you go. Yeah. I mean, the, the the Clippers game against the Kings was, what, 153 apiece in regulation? You ever think you'd see a day where someone would score 200 points? We we had, we, we were five minutes away, one show, one possession away from that happening. Yeah. Another extra, another overtime. The third and fourth highest scoring uh, outputs in the history of the league. Yeah. And I, I... Well, can you imagine how fun the Kings would be in the playoffs? They're number one in offense, and they are fifth worst defense. I mean, that, that get up and go. What a job Mike Brown's done. I thought he was a space cadet. Yeah, I mean, he's right. done a hell of a job. I, he's he's a favorite to win coach of the year. I'd have to give it to him. Yeah, I, and going back, by the way, how how is that Halliburton for Sabonis trade looking? Well, board I worked mean, out for both teams. Worked out for both teams. And also, like, Malik Monk is finally playing like the kid that we thought he could be when he was at Kentucky. Guy was unbelievable as a college basketball player. I thought for sure he was going to come in right away. His game translated immediately with his outside shot, and he was meant for today's NBA. It took a yep. while, yep. but we're finally seeing it from him. Ian checking in. Zion has played in 39% of his games. Okay. So 60% was right <laughs> on the money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mama. It is a huge college basketball card tonight as well. We have a bunch of uh, lower leagues beginning their conference tournaments. We'll give you some of those point spreads. And we'll get into the big boys as well. For example, I think there is one team in the top 25 laying too many points tonight. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.